my friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. We both have white on, so oh, we're that's dark. <laughs> um, uh, Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. Part of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we harness the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. So whether you are uh, in a country in the Middle East that doesn't allow churches or you're down the street in Southern California, but just don't feel comfortable. Or in Canada where they don't. Hello, churches. Oh, they don't have any churches again? What? Yeah, they, might what have one. they might have one left. <laughs> you can draw closer to Christ. He'll meet you where you are. Open your heart, receive the Lord, and watch your life be absolutely miraculously transformed. So we hope to provide resources to in that respect, books, uh, Bible resources, worship bands, pastors to listen to, our uh, exclusive original content, the podcast, the articles I wrote for the Christian Post, and we'd love to hear from you. So please drop us a line. Tell us um, how this ministry has blessed you or questions you may have, a prayer request, whatever it may be. We'd love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the Donate Now button. And one last thing, uh, make sure and go down in the description if you haven't done so already and look for the links to our sponsors and uh, a ministry in Ecuador that we love uh, to support uh, to help them out with some finances that they desperately need. Some things have come up. so. Uh, that would be great if you could donate whatever you whatever you can a buck or a million dollars doesn't matter or anything in between yes all right uh let's see who's joined us already we have lisa hello lisa and carrie hey ladies nice to see you anybody else that's watching make sure and comment uh throughout the devotional let us know what you think about the devotional of um charles spurgeon or as editor, or the scripture, or anything else, something you may need prayers for, just make sure and comment and let us know what you think. All right, so let's get started with, oh, Iris is on too. Hello, Iris. Yes, and Jan. And Jan just Hi, Iris in. and Jan. Nice to see you. All right, we're reading from uh, Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, for June 5th. And the reference is Genesis 7.16 that says, The Lord shut him in. From the, so pen, from the pen of Charles Spurgeon. Noah was shut away from the world in the ark by the hand of divine love. The door of God's purpose in election intervenes between us and the world that dwells with the wicked one. We are not the world. We are not of the world anymore than Jesus was of the world. We cannot enter into the sins of the multitudes or play in the streets of Vanity Fair of the pilgrim's progress with the children of darkness for our heavenly father has shut us in. Noah was not just shut in by his God, but also by with his God, the Lord's invitation. I will establish my covenant with you. Enter the ark, you and your sons and your wives and your son's wives with you clearly shows that God himself intended to dwell in the ark with his servant. In the same way, all God's chosen dwell in him and he in them. How blessed are we are to be included in the same circle with con that contains the three peoples, the three persons of the Trinity of God, Father, Son, and Spirit. May we never ignore his gracious appeal. Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until the wrath has passed by. Noah was so shut in that no harm could befall him. Even the flood did not did nothing but lift him heavenward 
and the wind only wafted him on his way. Everything outside the ark was in total ruin, but inside was only rest and peace. Mm. Without Christ Jesus, we perish, but in him, there is complete safety. Noah was so shut in the world. So shut in. (laughs) Noah was so shut in that he would never desire to come out. And those who are in Christ Jesus are in him forever. We will never come out from him for eternal faithfulness has shut us in and our evil enemy can never drag us from safety. The prince of the house of David has shut the door that no man can open. And once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door in the last days, those who profess him in name only will stand outside knocking and pleading in vain, sir, open the door for us. The same door that shuts in the, in the wise virgins will shut out the foolish ones forever. Lord, shut me in by your grace. I loved this. Uh, you know what was what's great about it? And mm-hmm. Carrie, I hope, I don't know if Kate's on, but Carrie, I hope you see that uh, from this devotional that it's a follow-on to me from the one we um, read about being planted and not to despise where you're planted and to learn to grow where he plants you. And this one about being shut in, I think I what what immediately came to me is, is the way... Um, Carrie describes her story of just, you know, being homebound all the time, you know, Um, and that that in and of itself is a grace of God. It's like Noah's Ark. It's just being shut in and protected um, from the rest of the world. And that we as as believers and people that are Christ followers and we know um, that we're doing our best to to follow him, we, we really have to attune our perspective to what he's trying to do. Instead of um, grumbling about why we're in the position we are is say, you know, Lord, just give me the wisdom to understand why you're doing the things you're doing to me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we may hear what they are. We may hear little bits and pieces, but um, this one in particular just really spoke to me about people that um, are suffering from isolation and, and what a mighty work the Lord can do in people in that state. I mean, Noah so beautifully describes it. Well, I think in some ways, if I'm reading this right, is is that we don't want to get this confused with that we need to stay in our homes where it's safe, that we, we need to get out, but we are sealed within the Holy Spirit and Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, I'm not saying it's everyone's safe. prescription. I'm just yes. saying there are some people who are shut in Yeah, by absolutely no desire to be that way. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, if you know, like Gary's story, she can't leave. Yeah. Uh, it's a, you know, physical capacity, a disability. I mean, and taking care of her husband, oh, yeah. uh, it, it just can't. So we understand that in that process where the Lord makes it impossible. That's what I'm saying. It's so mm. important to listen to him. It's not, I want to choose to stay on my couch and therefore I'm going to rationalize why I'm sitting here eating potato chips. I see what you're saying. I'm saying yeah. there are people who specifically know it's the same with me. I can easily say, oh, this can't be God's calling for me. I'm, I'm much more capable than this. No, this is God's calling on me. I have to learn to scramble eggs. <laughs> you know, like, I have to learn to stay home. I, I mean, I lived 50 years never staying home. You know what I mean? But it is. And see, Carrie says she was a, she was a social butterfly. 
I know mm. enough about Carrie's story to to be dangerous. I'm but picking up what you're putting down. But there is, and so was I, Carrie. Like you, you just depending on you know your own circumstances, and you know in your walk for your Lord, no matter how much we grumble about it, it's so important to see it from the Lord's perspective and be like, what are you, mm. what are you growing in me in this experience? Why am I in this season? Um, because that's that's where we find out um, the real the real special qualities that God's looking for in us through that experience. And it's not necessarily a season that lasts forever. And there is that um, aspect of while you're there, now that you're saying all that, that now it kind of, it makes sense to where you, what direction you were going in is that um, uh, this is where Noah and his, and his seven family members were able to be, to get rest and protected and from protected God's wrath. From, to protect Same from as God's prophet wrath. Isaiah. So he was telling his people that were devout, that were pious, enter your rooms and shut the door and hide yourself until there, God's that's wrath is passed. For, yeah. <laughs> because they were also in a period of wrath. And I think very similarly to what we're entering now is that there are seasons that God hides his servants in um, to protect them. And for each servant, it will be different. There'll hmm. be different kinds of seasons and it'll be uh, ones of solitude and then one of expansion. But it is, uh, it's important to understand the wisdom of each. Wow. But you're right too, in the sense that he also compared it to being in Christ. Right. That we should never feel um, alone or outside of Christ. Yeah, being he, he is our protection. Yes, and um, the, for whatever reason, I, I thought about those times I was on the SWAT team over at Anaheim Police Department, where we'd be in this armored tank type thing, carrier vehicle, uh, knowing we were going to a, a house where the person we were going to arrest and boot down the door and throw flashbangs, all kind of stuff, was one of those guys that's armed and dangerous quite often, and that you know we never knew. But inside that tank, we were perfectly safe. <laughs> Like nothing could penetrate the right. thing that we had from the military. And we're all in there and we're joking on the way to the thing because we're relaxed inside that arc. Yep. But then we'd, uh, you know, the sergeant would say, okay, we're about two blocks out, uh, get ready. And then it would get silent because we'd be concentrating on what it is that we have to do with, you know, where our positions were and that kind of stuff. And the door would open and we would have to go out so fast into the danger, oh, see. but where, where the, the vehicle was our ark, as we exited, we were still in the ark of Jesus Christ, still protected Amen. by God. Um, even in those days when I wasn't quite walking with God, um, he knew, he knew where my path would lead exactly, um, and kept me protected. Occasionally the guy would shoot out the window at us as we were approaching or, you know, yell and scream and and you know say that he was going to kill us <laughs> come and get me coppers uh, but we would just move forward and go through but there was this protection that we felt um and so there is that you know it's so funny now that i'm thinking back i know guys that would be praying and that kind of stuff now that i remember for sure uh, just like you see in the, the military the guys sitting in the yep. tanks and the humvees waiting to go on the streets of afghanistan they're praying too yeah they always say there's no atheists in a foxhole <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. And the, kind of the same thing when somebody's praying, go, Hey, can you rub some of that prayer off onto me too? Absolutely. Uh, but um, there's also the grace of God that uh, covers you and, and keeps you protected in, in those times. But as Jack says, we're invincible yeah. until he calls us home. Yes. I like this expression that Noah's, Noah was not just shut in by his God, but also with his God. So important. He doesn't isolate us um, and leave us there. He isolates us with him there. Uh, and it, and oh, that's just so beautiful. And then that scripture of it being part of a covenant. Um, God, God, God clearly showed himself that he intended to dwell in the ark with his servant and that that was part of establishing his covenant with Noah. That was a Noahic covenant. And you Carrie know, says, oh, she's feeling very joyful after the last three devotionals. I hope so. Yeah. Carrie, I feel so much of this was for you. So I'm so glad you're feeling the same way. That is awesome. Yep. And then she says. That is the amazing thing, Andy, that God protects his prodigals. <laughs> That's so amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know which Noah Noah's mo movie that we were watching. I don't know if it was the one with, um, who was that famous Russell actor? Crow. Russell Crowe. Um, where we learned, at least I learned, that the possibility of that the, the animals entered the ark and then went right to sleep. Like they, they slept through the whole voyage. Oh. Is that the one where they, they went right to sleep? I can't remember. Yes. I thought they drugged him. Didn't they drug him? No. Or they gave him some type of food or something yeah. that, that put him all to sleep. Yeah. It's so much better than what I thought. I, I, I thought that, They'd you know, like, they're all in there and they go, I'm hungry. Give me <laughs> more, more hay and the bird, <laughs> more seed. Imagine. And the carnivores are going, more meat. Right. And, and they would have been eating each other. Yes. Can you imagine uh, how it didn't end up total chaos? And imagine the, the the waste is the nice way of putting it that had to be if they were all awake. You know what? I mean, that would have, that would have been right? horrible. That would have been terrible. <laughs> so I was a little bit more encouraged that, you know, that they were sleeping and, and maybe not eating and not. Well, we have no idea. That was a movie. So it's nowhere in the Bible about them being. I can't asleep. remember exactly. If anybody remembers. Devotional, right? Where it says something. I don't know if, if they were pooping and screaming or not but <laughs> does anybody know make sure you let us know if you know anything uh, further about the animals well we don't know what was shut in so no harm could come to him but oh the ark encounter in the, oh it, yes kentucky? lisa and the it's ark a, encounter it's in kentucky and they show all the systems were designed to take care of feeding and waste we gotta get down to that ark encounter. i know we've heard so much about it Yes, we should we should get to the scripture. We got a bit of that. Oh, shoot. Okay. Here we go. Genesis 7:16. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. <laughs> uh, Romans 9:11 and 12. But before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, and this is sorry, before I start this, let me explain. This is about Rebecca giving birth to. Um, oh my God, I remembered it right before we went on. Oh, Esau, Jacob and Esau. So um, she's talking. Uh, this is the Lord's prediction about the younger serving the older. And so this is a scripture right before that. Um, but before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, she received a message from God. 
This message shows that God chose his, chose his people according to his own purpose. He calls people, but not according to their good and bad works. That's a parenthetical in the New Living Transla Translation. And then it goes on. She was told your older son will serve your younger. Hmm. This is about predestination and election. That's commonly used versus saying that um, God demonstrates his election in the story of Jacob and Esau, because even though Jacob was born first, he sh uh, even though Esau was born first, he should have been the firstborn heir. He should have gotten everything from his father, but instead it was given to Jacob and God had predetermined that before they were born, before they did anything good or bad. Wow. And he even said, Jacob, I loved Esau. I hated. Wow. John 17, 14. I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. Genesis six eighteen. But I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your son's wives with you. Isaiah 26, 20. Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut the doors about you. Hide yourself as if it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. Psalm 91.10. There shall be no evil that befalls you, neither shall any plague come into thy dwelling. Luke 13.25. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I do not know you or from where you come. <laughs> Very scary to think the Lord can do that. Yeah, and well, he will do that. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. This is the parable of the 10 virgins where he says some get shut in and some get shut out. So at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but didn't take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time coming and they became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out and meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the doors were shut. Later, the others came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. And they all thought they were brides. Right. They all had lamps. But what did Jesus say to the ones that got stuck outside? Too bad. No, not just no. too bad. <laughs> he says, I do not know you. I don't even know you. I don't even know you. So you thought you were all that and you're not. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> That's terrifying. Wow. Just like I said, people say, people go up to the Lord and say, I cast out demons in your name. I healed the sick. How could you not let me in? And the Lord's like, get away from me, you evildoers, you workers of iniquity. I do not know you. That's terrifying. 
I don't even remember the story from any other time I've read or the listened to the Bible. It's a parable. Yeah. Well, so crazy. I don't know. I got to do better. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's almost, to me, sometimes it seems like, you know, there's a message that Pastor Jack gives or another pastor gives or another pastor is giving one or we read the devotional and that brings up scripture that I swear it was not there before. What? It's like, it's like, it's put in there just to confound you. Yeah. It's like, there's this additions that are made. No, you know, the, the Bible the, is a lot of pages. I know, but it doesn't seem like it's that many pages when I mean, we carry like it. 1300 pages. Yeah. But we carry it in our little hands. I mean, it's not like it's but remember like, it's got really thin paper too. Oh, my favorite Bible that I have margins to write in my inductive Bible is like a good 10 pounds. Mm. I can carry it around. The one I grew up with uh, as a kid that was on the living room table that never, nobody, no one ever opened. That maybe once every couple of years that it goes <laughs> when you open it. Right? It has gold on the, around the outside of it. I remember it. it was your coffee table. That thing was giant. You, you, that was a great weapon if somebody would have we had a, stepped into the house. My mom, uh, I actually was given a Quran. That's a gift that looked like that. I gave it to my mom. But it was like the size of this table. Yeah, I don't remember even it having big writing, a big font either. Oh, really? No, it wasn't even like like giant font. So, and then I see a Bible that has the Old and New Testament, and we it's like it's it's so small. It's like this book. No. No? <laughs> it is. No. Well, not the font. Okay. The size. I mean, the one behind. Oh, where is it? People can't see it. It's behind your behind you it, yeah that looks pretty thick yeah but sometimes they have the extra stuff like the commentary at the bottom and that kind of stuff so that adds pages and then on the end it has maps <laughs> why are you laughing Any, at that? anyways why are you laughing at me <laughs> moving on it's just so strange that i mean i okay. swear I, we got it like no <sighs> <laughs> Oh, I thought we were back on the book size. Are you talking about you don't believe you don't just recognize like, the Bible? Like this, I, I swear. I just listened to the entire book of Matthew the other night. The entire book for like the 10th time. Do I fall asleep during that portion? Like what happens? How, the how is it? Parable of the 10 virgins? Yeah. Other than that last part that says, uh, what's the last part say? Um, Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. That, that, that I remember? know. Yeah, that I know. That I've heard. Well, that's also uh, in other parts of the Bible. Yeah, it's repeated. So yeah. I need stuff like that. I need stuff to be repeated several times, apparently. Um, I care. Oops. Where are we at? Uh, that, that one where Carrie asks, they took food. Oh, okay. Was that for the trip or, or for after since all the food would have been destroyed by the flood? That's a cloak question for Lisa. Yeah. Because I'm sure they discussed that at the Ark Adventure. <laughs> like, we really got to go. And Carrie says, wonder if anyone has ever felt that their oil lamp was running low or are they deceiving themselves? Good mm, question. That is a good question. I mean, and I think um, what we've experienced in church resurgence like ours is that people did hear that call after COVID. And after they saw all the crazy things that were happening to our kids and all the lockdowns and all the government in, in, just interference and um, foul play, I think that's what people made people turn to God. Like they started to feel, oh, wait a minute. This is the stuff my mom used to tell me when I was a kid. Well, this is the stuff I learned in Bible school. Yep. You know, the end times. 
Yes. I, I'll have to do it 10 more times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do Don't have, despair. I do have what, I mean, if I'm reading it, my mind does at some point go off onto other stuff while my eyes are going through the words and, and I, it, it's actually not sinking in. Um, I'm pretty sure the same thing happens when I'm listening to it. <laughs> Yeah, probably. But, but I do. I, I well, sit there. when we listen to sermons at night, we don't make it past the first three minutes. That's true. Um, I like the Bible app that I have. I forget what it's called. It's Bible IO or something like that, where it actually has sound effects and things like that. It keeps my keeps my attention a little bit more. I have an Audible book too. Mm. That has remember it's like all those sounds. It has Morgan Freeman's voice. Yeah, and Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Some of the voices are a little too dramatic. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about those. All right, let's see what Jim has to say. Oh, uh, we didn't stuff. do Jim yet. No. There he is. The story of Noah and the ark is so much more than a child's Sunday school story. It mm. is a story of God's sovereign work of grace in choosing or electing Noah and his family for his eternal salvation. And it clearly teaches us that those eight people were saved not because of their good works, but simply because they were in the ark. God himself closed the door, sealing Noah in the ark in the same way the Holy Spirit seals us in Jesus Christ. You also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's 113 of Ephesians. The seal of the Holy Spirit has a twofold purpose. He's not only the one who permanently protects us in Christ, but also our king's seal of ownership on us, just as an earthly king sealed his letter with his own name. And the seal of the promised Holy Spirit is sufficient to protect us in Christ until he returns. For the next verse says, you were sealed for the day of redemption. I give thanks alone to you, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Psalm 4, 8. Very cool. So beautiful thought, and that's what makes us invincible. We're sealed until the day of redemption, until the time appointed for us to die. So might as well go in a blaze of glory. Not reckless. <laughs> Not reckless. Not reckless, <laughs> but without fear. Right. Carrie makes me feel better. Yeah, see, 40 years, and I still she still finds stuff she missed. Yep. I watched the movie Airplane and still find things that I missed, and I've seen it like 16 times. I know there's no comparison, I'm just saying. Iris says Pastor Jack says he reads aloud so he can yep. keep focused. And I do the same because if I'm reading silently, my mind starts to wonder <laughs> yep. and wander. And Sorry. Wonder. Yeah. Wonders. <laughs> wonder and wander. Wonder what I'm going to do next. Wonder what it, I'm going to do next. As it wanders. Yes. Uh, oh, show. Thank you. Um, another thing about, we brought up Pastor Jack a lot lately, but, <laughs> um, there was something you said earlier that reminded me, I don't know if it was in our meeting that we had with him or it was during the message that he was talking about the, um, all the people saying that the churches are losing yes. parishioners. That's what I was making reference to church yeah. growth. And, uh, and he goes, I don't know what they speak of. <laughs> he goes, our church is well, no, he's referring to the ones he says, those were, that was a good emptying, right? Yeah. That's the false church. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, our church definitely isn't getting smaller. No. It just keeps growing and growing. He says the church of Christ is growing. And I don't know what that other church was. Right. And he says the 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 trick was is that he <laughs> that he reads the Bible. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know what those other ones are doing, but when you read the Bible, uh, people seem to like that and, and Amen. come to hear the Bible and hear what God has to say. Uh, not to mention somebody that knows how to explain it very well, which uh, yeah, God, has, God has gifted him with the, the gift of teaching. Yes, For absolutely. Sure. What else you got, Schnooks? I don't know. What do you mean? We got 29 minutes. We got like 15 more minutes. We got to fill. 15? Yeah, it's, it's 29 minutes. We usually go off at about 45 minutes. Oh, you gotta, okay. You gotta, so that's our, new, that's our new goal, 45 well, that's what it has been for a while. Yeah. That's usually when I look I it up and say. I thought that was just us expiring no. way past our 30-minute mark. <laughs> no, Maybe we're just efficient today. Perhaps. Hmm. Should we talk about our diet? <laughs> I don't want to make people angry. It's a little I know. I've lost nine pounds. Yeah. Andy's lost nine pounds, folks. That's yes. amazing. Pretty good. Pretty yes. good. Without even, I went to the gym for the first time in like three or four days. I've been so busy with like stuff on the computer, that kind of stuff. And, and yet lost nine pounds. Awesome. Pretty crazy. But I need to go to the gym today. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. And we also have to um, maybe tell everyone that we're going to be offline from um, Wednesday, Wednesday until Saturday. Andy's going to go speak at a big lawyer conference in Maine, eat lots of lobster. Are you going to be able to maintain the diet? Of course. Piece of cake. Sure. Yeah. You need me to pack you some jerky or something? I need you. You said you had some snacks. Did what? You said. You told me you did. They're refrigerated. Not. It wasn't for the plane. Oh. How am I going to make you snacks for the plane? You're going to need something to keep it cold. I think bacon you guys makes the perfect jerky. Mm. But how would you transport cheese with those little baby bells? I don't think those baby bells need to be refrigerated for very no, long. No, I don't think they, they can stay in my backpack pretty cold. Right? Pretty and cold. eggs. Yep. Huevos. Huevos. Yep. I can give you a little gel pack. Hey, Gary says something I tell you all the time. Muscle, muscle weighs more. So when you're going to the gym yes. and you are gaining weight, I was telling you, because you're going to the gym every day. Right. That's why you're gaining weight. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't like it. I want to lose. I know that you're talking about why I've lost weight. I know that too, uh, but I want to lose weight at the same time. So I wanted to replace the fat. I don't want it uh, sitting on top of it. At some point, when you start working out as hard as you were working out, you the only thing that you could do was gain weight. Don't like it. (laughs) I have a little. I have a little problem with body dysmorphia. So. Bear with me. I don't think uh, my muscle has gone anywhere. Do you? What do you mean? I mean have you I, lost muscle? No, I, on this diet in particular, you don't. Mm. We've only been on it for about four or five days. But on this diet, you don't. Six days. Has it been six days? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. We started it before the kids came last. About the same time the kids came last week. We were on it while the kids were here? Yep. What did we eat? We were so busy. We were doing on our diet and they were busy doing their thing. I was getting them, you know, the, uh, the, I was, we were feeding them bad food <laughs> while we were eating good I food. I actually got to tell you, I feel so guilty about that, but my kid won't, I none of our kids would agree to do it. Um, Zara just, I, I really think a lot of her, her mental condition mm. and a lot of her lethargy and stuff comes from a bad diet. Well, if we didn't have anything in the house other than meat, they would have to do it. <laughs> so I mean, we like, just like cavemen. Yeah. 
Sorry, you know, all you have to eat is meat and cheese. Yeah, if you don't have pop tarts and, and eggs and uh, ramen in the house, then what they they got to eat what's in there? Oh easy God. peasy. Sounds easy like peasy. Like Carrie wants me to eat lobster for her too. That's a lot of lobster. Yeah. I, I will eat some though while I'm there. Um, the says, duet you are on stabilizes weight. <laughs> you look slim even on TV. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Gary. You're too kind. <laughs> I keep telling her she's going to disappear if she keeps losing weight. Um, oh, shoot. I had something and I completely forgot what it was. So you'll be gone. And then... Oh, yes. we're. I'm going to be gone Wednesday. Till Saturday. Till Saturday. So we can probably do a devotion on Saturday. So it's just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll be off the air. Yes. All right, so um, we we don't want to take a chance and try to do one from the hotel. Is that too? Hard? Well, you just let me know how your your internet is. No, it's not hard at all. Let's, I could do this whole process. We haven't done one in a long time like that. Let's see what we can pull off. Yeah. Let's give it a shot because I'm not testifying and all that other kind. Of, I'm just speaking right. on one day. It pretty should be pretty. We'll try easy. it on Thursday. All right, that sounds good. Thank you. No all. promises, but we'll give it a try because I don't know what. The internet in the hotel is because you can make the graphic from where you are, right? All I gotta yep. do is I can I can set the whole thing up. Yeah, I just do the live. Part. Just do the live part. So thank you for sticking with us as we talk through this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. We do have a little bit of keto flu. I do at least. Yeah, still. Still, I fight it. Hmm. Interesting. Um. All right. Well, that's about it. That's I, I can't. It. I can't come you. up with any more yeah. stuff. Okay. Good. I, I don't even have an Andy story. <laughs> oh no. Well, don't force it, love. Don't force <laughs> it. it. Has to come naturally. Thank you all for joining us. Should we I love us, you. Should I take us back to Costco? No, don't. <laughs> that was that was a one and done. Everybody loved it. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, so what you can do? Um, I'm speaking at the at a the main association of attorneys. Um, I think they said something like 200 people are there. Um, so just pray that I give them knowledge and wisdom and, Amen. Um, and that uh, everything goes well. That would be awesome. Amen. There's a little bit of a marketing aspect to it. I, I love going to these places to speak because, um, you know, I, I give them all kinds of material that they can use and they end up calling me. Oh, you gotta make it, gotta answer the phone. So um, just pray that all the shenanigans that I need to uh, have in place. So what I do, I have one slide where they go to a website and then they put in their email address and hit submit. And then they get an email with all kinds of information that will allow them to reach me when they get a case that involves a dog. So um, these are the things that we do or I've done for years that have led to um, years and years of work. It's, it's shocking. Um what people will pull up two or three years later um, when they get a case and they'll say, Oh yeah, there was this guy that spoke and they, they pull it up. So pray for me that all the technology works and everything works because then it would be a waste of time is my point. I don't want to go there <laughs> and then nothing work. Uh, and then uh, they, they only have my business card, which, you know, is, is okay. You know, people Can they reach that all those pages from your business card by typing in your, your address. Uh, they, it sends them to my website. But is that page linked to your website? No, because I only want attendees of the main thing to be able to do that, to get the slides and stuff like that. I want to feel like they're getting something special. But they can email us and ask for it. Yes, yes. So 
All right. Thank you all. Sorry for that. My daughter was stuck at a at the cheer place wondering who was going to pick her up. <laughs> because she doesn't listen very uh, attentively. Yeah. All right. Well, that happens. I, just like me when I read the Bible. I don't listen very attentively. All right, my friends. We love you. We love you. God, God bless. bless. Take care. And goodbye.